Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. We just came back from some time off. Hope that you guys enjoyed the cask-aged wrestling uh, feature that we put out last week. Yeah, because somebody had to get married. Well, you know, just it was a thing that had to happen. But it was fun, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was great while I was there. Once I left, I mean... There's a story there. <laughs> uh, maybe someday I will tell that on air, but we're, we're going to see how things play out before we, we talk about that. Yeah. Uh, but because of that, we have what is most likely going to be the most expensive whiskey that will ever be on this show. That's probably a very, yeah, that's probably a very valid point. I, I mean, unless somebody wants to buy us more expensive whiskeys yeah, and, and send us in a bottle of, or you don't even have to send a bottle. You can bring one up here and just pour us two, two glasses and we'll, we'll be good of Pappy, you know, Pappy Van Winkle. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, that would be fun. I, you don't even have to give us a whole bottle. Just, just come in. We'll put you on air. We'll let you talk about your bottle. And, uh, you know, we can we can sip on that and try some. But this week, we have Johnny Walker Blue Label. Yeah. Currently selling at a price of $255 at my local liquor store. Uh, so you're looking at somewhere about $250, maybe $260 in there. Mm-hmm. Uh According to the websites I just looked up online, you can maybe find some for 190. Uh, I don't know if I'd trust that. Sounds like somebody I, took a maybe red and just put a blue label on it. Yeah, but I can tell you this isn't the first time we've drank this. We drank this last no, week at we, my we wedding. At the wedding, it is a very, very nice whiskey. It is extremely smooth. <clears throat> it is. It is water. Yeah. I mean, that, that's in, in all the best ways, not the worst ways. It yeah. is water. So, um, before we take our sip and talk about our tasting notes, we're looking at Johnny Walker Blue Label. It is a blended scotch whiskey, and it is 80 proof. So, 40% alcohol by volume. 750 milliliters is going to cost you about $250. It comes in a really nice box. When you buy it, mm-hmm. it has a string on the cork to rip open the, the, the sealant, the plastic sealing, you know, yep. it does in fact have a cork as, as one would hope in a, a bottle of $250 yeah. uh, scotch. It is a nice thick bottle, glass bottle. Mm-hmm. Very Maybe nice. You won't break it on the way out. Nope, maybe I won't break it like I did the uh, Yellowstone that we had last time. <laughs> I'm still mad about that. That was really good for, and and we're gonna talk about it here in a minute. But let's let's not let's stop teasing everybody and let's let's you know let's, give let's it a taste some, huh? and cheers. give it a smell. You know, cheers. That was terrible. Yeah, yeah, cheers. There we go. There, my finger got out of the way. 
It's got almost a citrus note on a on your on your nose if you it sniff does. it. It's got a very uh, very smoky taste, just like any scotch. It does have a very it is nice smoky taste, not near the point of an Isla. Yeah, this is definitely not an Isla. <laughs> Um, but you can taste the smoke. This okay, so this tastes like you are drinking it in a room with cigars being smoked, whereas an Isla tastes like you are drinking it from inside the cigar. Yes, yeah. yes, because <clears throat> all scotch is going to be smoked, or almost all scotches are smoked at some point. Mm-hmm. Um. The Islas are the ones that really get into it. Uh, now, yeah, this is a super smooth. Uh, yeah, there, there's there is a tiny little just touch of burn. Yep, tingle. Now, it's more of a tingle as it goes in and sits on your tongue. With all that said, with as good as this is, mm-hmm. with the praise that we've given it, yeah, it's not worth it. No, um, I. This was one of two requests that I had for my wedding. Yeah, yeah. And we budgeted for this in our wedding planning. The other request is I didn't want to see my wife in her wedding dress before she came down the aisle. So, which is fair. So, <laughs> let me let me rephrase, I guess. For a special occasion. Yes. A graduation, a wedding, uh, a, an anniversary, uh, something like that. Sure. You know what? Spend the money. Make the memory. Right. Mm-hmm. As far as, and we're going to put this to the test in the coming weeks. Yeah. As far as this versus a $100 bottle or even a $60 bottle. Uh, even a $50 bottle. I just don't see the value difference in yeah. quality. Like, like I, I'm relatively sure that when we, because Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. In the coming weeks, we're going to do a, a taste test. Yeah. We're going to have, because we have a bottle of blue. Well, I say we. Michael <laughs> has a bottle of blue, a bottle of red, and a bottle of black. Yeah. We're going to put all three of them down. We're going to mm-hmm. get a friend of ours to come in here. And they're, they're going to pour two, three, blindly. They're going to do an ABC. Mm-hmm. And we're going to taste them. And we're going to see if we can pick the blue. Yeah. And guys, if you've watched, like, Whiskey Tribe. Did something yeah. similar recently. I don't. I don't know how because I don't watch. I don't keep up to date on whiskey tribe videos, but I watch them occasionally. They did a lineup of all the mm-hmm. Johnny Walkers. The blue didn't win their top spot. Well, we've talked about it before on how to drink. Mm-hmm. Greg did a not Greg Spanner, owner of McNard <laughs> Gaming, but thanks, Greg. But uh, but Greg from How to Drink, he did a whiskey thing. And he he had a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle, a $3,000 bottle of whiskey. When he drank it, he says, I think that's the Pappy. And he was right. And he ranked it like number seven out of ten. So just because it cost a lot, either A, doesn't mean it's that good, or B, is the value there. So I will say, I think the Johnny is that good. The blue label, I think, is that good. I think it's good. Is don't the value get me wrong. there? Is the value there? No, I don't. Because I think that you're going to be just as happy with a bottle of black. Yep. Or uh, 
something else, a bourbon, a nice forty dollar like yeah. a bottle of Larceny. You could, if you want if you want that scotch, right? Mm-hmm. Get yourself a bottle of like eighty dollar Glenfiddich. Yeah. Or you know, sixty dollar uh Lagavalin. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you pronounce that. Um you'll be just as happy. Yeah. And you'll be a hundred and sixty dollars ahead of the game, right? You know, so look, I've got this bottle of blue. It's not going anywhere. I, I'm a big fan of if you're gonna spend the money on something, you're gonna I'm gonna drink it. So I have yeah. this bottle. I'm not gonna put this in the back of my liquor cabinet and never drink it again because drink it, enjoy it. Keep that's the, the box, yeah. keep the bottle, you know. I'm gonna keep the bottle. I might even buy a bottle of red or black and pour in there just so it looks full. Why not? But, pour some water know, and some brown food coloring. In yeah. There. You know, I, I don't know what I'll do with it. Maybe I'll leave the bottle empty to say, Hey, I drink I this. I did it. Yeah. I don't know, but it is going to be something nice that I keep. Yeah, and and again, we'll I'll go back to that special occasion thing. You will have the memory of yeah. you and your groomsmen, which you were one of, which I was one of, hanging out before the wedding, your last few moments of of freedom, <laughs> uh, using wine glasses because because yes, that's the, what we the had. hotel room only had wine glasses. There were no. Like whiskey glasses or our Glen Karens or anything like that. There was like one whiskey glass in there. Yeah, there was one rocks glass and that was it. <laughs> yeah. So we grabbed the wine glasses and one champagne flute because that was in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of us had yeah a, a shot of, of Johnny all Walker of us, Blue together. All of had a shot of Johnny Walker Blue. I then took several friends back into my into my room after the wedding during the reception, and those select friends that were present. Mm-hmm. And and available when I grabbed everybody, we had another shot. Yep. And you know what? I couldn't have been happier with how I've spent this bottle of whiskey. Absolutely. And I know, Harry, that you're listening to this, and you're probably fuming at <laughs> this bottle of whiskey being gone already. Or not gone. It still has a little bit. But I would much rather have drank it and enjoyed it Absolutely. than put it in the back of my shelf and never get to taste it again. Absolutely. So, so moving on from something that's good to, (laughs) to something that has considerably or continued to let us down week after week, month after month, it feels like, how about we jump into some wrestling? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, shoot. So we're recording this actually on Saturday night. Uh, we just got done watching backlash. Yeah. Uh, we're going to of course go into, all of our, you know, Raw, SmackDown, all that kind of fun stuff here in a second. But Backlash, I'm, I'm not going to, eh, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to spoil it a little bit. It's a very mid pay-per-view. Um, so, what I'm going to start with, you're right, Backlash was mid. The big news this week coming out of professional wrestling is the WWE draft. Yes. Started last Friday on SmackDown, ended Monday night. Yes. So we're going to run down. Raw has Cody Rhodes, Becky Lynch, Imperium, and that's all of Imperium, mm-hmm. Matt Riddle, Drew McIntyre, The Miz, Shinsuke Nakamura, Indy Hartwell, Apollo Crews, Candice LeRae, Sonya Deville, Chelsea Green, Dexter Loomis, JD McDonough, Maximum Male Models, Natalia, The Viking Raiders, Zoe Stark, Rhea Ripley, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, The Judgment Day, Liv Morgan, and by the way, the Judgment Day is Ballard, Priest, and uh, Mysterio. 
Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, The New Day, Trish Stratus, Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler, Braun Strowman, Ricochet, Bronson Reed, Alpha Academy, Katana Chance, Caden Carter, Akira Tozawa, Dana Brooke, Emma, Indus Sure. Yeah, that's uh wow, okay. <laughs> that is uh that's uh Veer and Gender Mahal, Veer yeah. and Senga. Yeah. Uh Johnny Gargano, Los Lotharios, Angel and Umberto, Nikki Cross, Odyssey Jones, Piper Niven, Riddick Moss, Tegan Knox, and Zia Lee. Yeah, there were several in the draft, there were several NXT call-ups yeah. that were either drafted on the main show or in the, the supplemental. next night supplemental. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of cool. SmackDown has the bloodline, Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, and Paul Heyman. Yep. Did not include Jey Uso in yeah. that. Well, no. Jimmy didn't, RJ, right? Yeah, didn't include the Usos yeah. at all. Roman, Solo, and Paul. Bon- Bianca. 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 <laughs> Bianca Belair. <laughs> Bianca Belair. The Street Profits, Edge, Bobby Lashley, The O.C., that's AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, and Mia Yim. Damage Control, Bailey, Eosky, and Dakota Kai. Alba Fire, yep. Isla Dawn, Hit Row, Lacey Evans, Austin Theory, Charlotte Flair, The Usos, LWO, Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, Zelina Vega, uh, Jacqueline Wild, and Cruz del Toro. Asuka, The ba- Brawling Brutes. Seamus, Butch, and Ridge. Carrying Cross and Scarlet, LA Knight, Shotzi, Pretty Deadly, Elton Prince, and Kit Wilson. You read too fast, man. When you said LA Knight, I was trying to say, yeah, <laughs> and you kept going. So, okay, LA Knight. Yeah. Rick Boogs, Cameron Grimes, Tamina, and Grayson Waller. So, there was another piece of information that was announced, too, and I don't think we, I don't remember if we talked about it or not, mm-hmm. but... I don't think we did. Triple H announced a new belt. Yeah. The WWE Heavyweight Championship. This was announced the Raw before the SmackDown where the draft started, I do believe. Um, it is a rather pretty belt, I think. It's, mm. it, it's very reminiscent to me of the old big gold belt, yeah. but brought up to a more modern look with the uh kind of crossed over with the old double winged eagle mm-hmm. um like i i honestly like how the belt looks i have a, a few gripes that you know like the big black w in the center could have been gold as well but you know hey um brand's got a brand brand's got a brand i think the belt looks cool so what triple h announced was that would be the belt and he kind of threw some shade on roman here he said that uh for too long, there has been one champion who refuses to defend the title, who's a part-timer, who's not around. Yeah, because you did all that. Brock, Brock Lesnar? Roman Reigns. Um, oh, oh, yeah. So they announced this heavyweight title. Whatever show drafted Roman, the other show would get... This, because the brand split is going to be the brand split again. The draft, full effect. If you're on Raw, you're going to be on Raw forever. If you're on SmackDown, you're on SmackDown forever. There's no crossing over. There's no any, any, the only time they're going to cross is going to be Survivor Series when you fight for brand supremacy. 
Except there's multiple free agents. Except there and were I, multiple free agents that were announced <laughs> at the end of the draft. Brock Lesnar being one that specifically negotiated his status yep. as a uh, free MVP agent. MVP negotiated Omos to be a free agent. Which means they can appear on either show. Right. And But to get back to the title that you were talking yes. about. And then they announced there's going to be a tournament for it. Okay, that's kind of cool. You and I have talked about in the past yeah. that... You know, we feel like one of the belts should be taken off of Roman and they should make a, a tournament on the other show, you know, that kind of thing. So there's going to be a tournament mm-hmm. on Raw Monday night, so day after tomorrow. There's going to be two triple threat matches. Okay. And then the winners of those two matches will fight at the end of Raw for the, for the, the chance to fight for the title. At the new and improved blood money. And then, see, this is where you would say, you would think, okay, so on the next Monday night on Raw, right? Another triple next threat. Next week, because there's two weeks between, they're going to have another set of triple threats. They're going to do the same thing, right? Because, I mean, this is going to be a Raw title, so you would expect Raw superstars to do that, because I think the the uh, uh, the draft goes into effect Monday, doesn't it? Yes. I think it's because Monday, it May 8th. Right? Right after, right after uh, Backlash. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so so Raw would do that, right? Yeah. No. See, Monday night, they're going to do what we just said. And then Friday on SmackDown, they're going to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So that then at Night of Champions, you're going to have a SmackDown superstar versus a Raw superstar for this new belt. Hmm. Which means one of two things. Either A... Whoever wins on SmackDown, it's not going to matter because they're going to put this belt on Raw. So why do I care? Or B, Roman Reigns is going to be in the SmackDown tournament. Yeah. And it's going to be Roman versus Cody. And Roman's going to win again. And now Roman will have three belts. Yep. In other fun WWE news, WWE, and I think we may have mentioned this on here before, but WWE is in the process of lobbying to allow betting on professional wrestling. Yes. So we're going to allow betting on our predetermined written storylines. So just to clarify a little too, they've currently you can go to like DraftKings and things like that and you can bet on prop bet style things. Yeah. For you can bet on Near falls, you can bet on, like, tonight on Backlash, they had a, a segment with uh, Bobby Lashley and Big E in the back, and they were talking about it, and some of the questions were, in the main event, who was going to go for a pin first? Would it be Brock or Cody? Um, would the action spill out into the crowd, yes or no? Yeah. So that's been around for a while now. Yeah. They're going to legit let you start betting on who wins? Because mm-hmm. they haven't been doing that. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't I, see I just, a way that this is, that you can do this and it not just immediately, A, destroy professional wrestling because it's just going to, who can we make more money off of this, winning? This just feels like Mince Vic Man <laughs> is going to bet $100,000 on Roman to lose when he's, you know, favored by a thousand points 
And then he's going to go to the show and be like, all right, big guy or big dog, you're taking the fall tonight. <laughs> and then that's going to be it. Yeah. It, yeah. I don't see any other way that this goes. So. Just dumb. <laughs> dumb, 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 dumb. So South Park, your money's on the way. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, Really, you know, we, we were going to kind of go over the, the shows, but honestly, the draft was a huge portion yeah, of, of I Monday mean, Night Raw. The, there were some matches, but for the most part, it was let's trot out a legend or two in most cases and announce who's going to SmackDown, who's going to Raw. Yeah. I mean, they use Rob Van Dam and JBL yep. and a couple other guys to announce. Um, Nothing really big happened. This was the buildup to Backlash. Uh, uh, Bad Bunny was on SmackDown last yeah. night, uh, or Friday. I should say Friday night. Mm-hmm. He was on SmackDown. Apparently, he wore the old WWF scratch logo. Yes, he did. Uh, which is interesting because Saturday night was the 21 year anniversary of the launch of the Get the F Out of the Get the F Out uh, program. It, yeah, I don't. There just wasn't a whole lot going on this week really as far wasn't. as matches. When you get to AEW, um, we had the, let's see, some of the stuff that actually mattered, right? There was the Four Pillars tag match of Jungle Boy and Darby Allen versus MJF and Sammy that if Darby and Jungle Boy won... Then the main event at Double or Nothing would be a four-way dance. Mm-hmm. They won. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to see. And then the the breakup of MJF and Sammy Guevara, best friends, happened. Mm-hmm. There was a eight-man tag match that was really good. That was Orange Cassidy, Bandito. Who was with them? My brain just hiccuped. It was Orange Cassidy, Bandy. Oh, Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. Yeah, because Roderick Versus Strong, JAS. Roderick Strong Roderick debuted Strong last week yep. on in AEW which as a surprise, me, which just makes me so sad because Kyle O'Reilly's hurt. He's still with mm-hmm. AEW, but he's hurt. But Bobby Fish went off the damn deep end. Yeah, uh, so we couldn't see a UE reunion, um, which would have been a great show, especially awesome. right now in the all of the mega. The mega factions that yes. AEW has, um, but but seeing uh, seeing Roderick Strong pop up was really cool because AEW and WWE kept it very close to their chest about his status. Yeah, um, you know, even Sean Ross Sapp was asked, you know, a few days before if he knew anything about it, and he had posted that there was no updates that he hadn't yeah. heard anything as far as he knew. Roderick was still under contract. I, I honestly think that WWE messed up. I feel like this is a a one of those Aleister Black-style situations, possibly, where, uh, you know, Aleister Black's was, when he moved to the main roster, they didn't change his NXT. They didn't, up, they didn't update they didn't his contract. Update so when he was gone, he was able to, available in 30 days instead of 90. Roderick was under an NXT contract. But he was injured, and I feel like maybe what happened here was he was supposed to have had an update 
on the contract due to the injury time, and somehow that probably didn't happen. He slipped through. He slipped through the cracks, and his contract ended while he was injured. Because WWE usually attaches time. Yeah, but I'm uh, sure that they have a notice period that they have to send notice that we're going to extend your contract or whatever it is that we're going to do. I guarantee you, guarantee you, somebody messed up here. I guarantee it. Somebody messed up, and Roderick Strong... Roderick Strong was smart enough to not take advantage of it. He didn't say anything about it. Keep it close to the chest. He probably reached out to Adam, probably reached Mm -hmm. out to Kyle and said, Hey. Hey, I want to come over. Get me over there. I am I am available or I will be available on this date. Mm -hmm. Don't you know (laughs) and and they took it to probably Jericho. Yep. And Jericho took it to Tony. Tony. And I say they took it to Jericho because there are reports that Tony can be a little difficult to approach. Yeah. Uh, he's a busy man. He's a billionaire. I get it. Uh, but Jericho seems to have his ear. Yep. Well, and if up? there's one thing that Jericho, and, and now, you know, one yeah. thing that Jericho is good at, it's the surprise it's returns. <laughs> well, it's politicking, but it's yeah. also the surprise returns. Like, this is a man who made his return to WWE one time, posting pictures from the day or week before of him skiing with his kids. Yes. Hours before he was supposed yep. to appear on yep. the pay-per-view. Um, and other AEW news. Well, let's see. Let's continue running down AEW. Wardlow uh, fought a squash match. And then another squash match. Because why not? And he's going to fight Christian Cage now for the TNT title. Which seemed to surprise Luchasaurus. Yes. Um, however, Rampage... Rampage had had the best moment of wrestling for the week. We got to see the return to the Hardy compound with the firm deletion match, which was Matt Hardy, Brother Nero, Jeff Hardy, Isaiah Cassidy, also known as Brother Zay, and Hook versus Ethan Page, Lee Moriarty, Big Bill, it's Stokely Hathaway. <laughs> AEW this, has a megastar in Hook, and they have absolutely no, no idea no how idea to what use to do with him. <laughs> and this was everything it should be. This was a deletion match, hands down. At one point, Stokely Hathaway ends up inside Matt's house and is roaming through the theater room and is like, this is nice, this is nice. I'm just going to sit here and chill. <laughs> and he has a seat on the couch, and then Matt's kids come attack him. <laughs> Rebby yells at him, and while he's yelling back at her, Senor Benjamin walks up and hits him with a stun gun where they put him in a chair, and the whole time Stokely is shaking, you know, where they drag him back out to the ring where Maxwell and, or, or Maxwell, the older one, does a swanton bomb onto him. Rebby hits him with a, a, a twist of fate, then yells at him and threatens him and grabs the kids and goes, it's bedtime, and just walks <laughs> off with the kids. Uh, while they're outside, you hear, uh, and everybody kind of looks around like, what's going on? And then they look up on top of the shed, and Isaiah Cassidy is on top of the shed where he does that again, and then swanton's on to everybody, at which point Matt, look, or Matt looks at him and goes, Brother Zay, I knew you'd come. <laughs> And because of that, I now have to make this 
Hey, there was nothing suggestive <laughs> in there at all. Sure. But, yeah, the uh, it, it was everything you'd want from a deletion match. Yeah. That was really it for AEW, to be honest with you. Not a whole lot there. Leva ba- well, I guess in news portion, uh, Leva Bates said that she's done with the company. Yeah, she's left the company. You know, there for, for the long time now. She hasn't been a wrestler on anything. Um, but she was still doing backstage type stuff. But her backstage contract ended, and mm. she's like leaving the company for now. Which, fair. If she yeah. still wants to wrestle and... AEW is not putting her in the yeah. ring. Then go, go to the independents and do go something. do something. Blue pants, yeah. which is she got pretty big as blue pants. Go yeah, do. I saw. I saw one of the somebody from WWE here like the last day or two, and I honestly cannot remember who it was. Made the comment that they left. Maybe it was Matt Cardona, but I don't think it was. In fact, I know it wasn't because they said they left making almost $100,000 a year on independent shows. And when they took their first WWE booking, it was 39000 But they had gone to the WWE. Yeah. Um, and so I you think, make money on the independent. I, I think that we're getting out of that that phase where everybody wants to go to WWE. You have AEW now. New Japan is making a push. But you also do have the independent circuit. And so that is thriving because yeah. we don't hear as much about it anymore because of AEW, but I think PWG is still PWG putting on shows. Is still around, uh, you know. You have ROH, which is AEW light, mm-hmm. but you know there is those independent well, opportunities you have GCW out there. As well, like Matt Cardona has made the comment a couple of times, and that's why I thought it might have been him. But I, yeah. on hindsight, I don't no, think it he, was. He did make a uh, a comment recently about how much money. He made a comment saying that the best thing he did is not sign with yeah. AEW. He's making he's, more money now than mm-hmm. he's ever made. Yeah, by taking bookings at like GCW, at you know just these random shows yeah. that he shows up to, because he's hot enough that if you know you have, I'm just going to use DCW mm-hmm. down here on the coast. If they're willing to pay his fee, and let's just say his fee for one night of wrestling is twenty thousand bucks, yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah, I, completely I don't know pulling is, this. But, we'll, but yeah. let's just say if they're they're Never willing to pay. say, hey, if we can get Matt Cardona to come in here, and you know we have a big enough place where we can make that money back, sure, I'm gonna pay him. Yeah. I'm gonna bring him in. I'm Why gonna have you? him beat Koloff, yeah. and and go on about the day. Why wouldn't you? signing and and all this? You know, you know to be able to. Matt Cardona is going to be here. You know, you're, yeah. you're going to, to steal Tony Siobhan's phrase from years ago, that's going to put butts in seats. And I mean it in the literal sense yeah. where he didn't. Yeah. Um, Which, that's such a great say. You know, such a great story. That's going to oh, yeah. put butts in seats. Click. Click everybody switched. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. What happened? So, um, so yeah, there wasn't a whole lot on the, the week shows, right? Yeah. Like we said, we watched Backlash tonight. Yeah. So, we'll run through Backlash, uh, and we'll talk match by match. You want to do yeah, that? Yeah, that way? works. So, the first match, starting the show off, is the Raw Women's Championship, Io Sky challenging Bianca Belair. Match of the night, hands down. No contest. Yeah. Not even close. Not even close. Matches. A lot of great spots. You could tell towards the end that both women were getting a little tired. They each they started making some mistakes. 
not take this does not take away from the match. No. This is still a great match. Go check it and, out. And and here's the thing. They gave them like 25 minutes almost yeah. for this match. So first it was, match it didn't end until 7:25. Yeah. It was a good match. There was minor interference from damage control which ultimately didn't lead to EO winning. Bianca retained. Yeah. Bianca retained. There was minor interference from damage control. 100% whether she was going in and this was the plan from the beginning or they pivoted in the middle of the match, EO Sky was the face and she was over. She was over as hell. Now, backlash took place in Puerto Rico. Yeah. And the entire crowd there. Yeah, eight, like 18,000 people and there there were no Bianca chants. Yeah, it was all EO. Bianca was being booed when Bianca was having offense. Yes. So she, it, at some point, I don't know exactly when, they did switch roles. Mm-hmm. They, they did start playing to the face heel, which props to them for saying, yeah. all right, let's and, do it. And, you know, we talked about it. Bianca's win here makes her the longest reigning women's champion in modern women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. Cool. Bianca's boring now. Yeah. When she was, chasing, she was chasing the belt was awesome. She got the belt. Awesome. I'm bored. Had She had a decent run. The thing is, and like you said, we as we were sitting here watching the show, and we were talking about this earlier, and we've talked about it on here before, you can't have these long-term championships anymore. Long title reigns of a year plus in the modern wrestling world don't work. Mm-mm. They worked in the 80s. They worked in the in the 90s because I didn't see the champion every week. I didn't see them wrestle. Yeah. They probably weren't on my TV. There were less pay-per-views. There were less pay-per-views. There was less opportunity to see them fight. So when you did see them, when you did see Hulk Hogan have a match, mm-hmm. it was a big It was deal. important. He was only going to wrestle Five, maybe six times a year. Yeah. At most. And one of those might be like a tag match on a, a Saturday night superstars or something. Yeah. You know, the other ones were going to be at pay-per-views. Pure and yeah. simple. Right. Now that we've gotten in this modern era where the world title is defended on Raw mm-hmm. from time to time, you know, we're... The, even if the champion, with the exception of like Roman, well, Roman still shows up on the shows, even if he doesn't wrestle. Every once in a while. He's not on every show either. Right. But you, he's there. Mm-hmm. He's visible. There is a presence because Paul's there presence. every Paul's week. Paul's there. The bloodline is there. Mm-hmm. Like, you have this presence of the champion. So for him to have this belt for three years, same way with Bianca, even though hers is only like right at a year, a little over a year, um, it's the same kind of thing. I'm tired of seeing that character. And remember our attention spans as yeah. a society. We've gone as from, a society. Yeah. Our attention span is no longer hour long television our shows. Our attention span is seven minutes. Our our attention span is sixty seconds, is fifteen yeah. seconds, whatever it is that TikTok lets you do. Because let's face it, that is the most popular form of mm-hmm. entertainment at the moment yeah. is doom scrolling on your yeah, app right. of choice. And 15-minute YouTube videos. Yeah. So, it doesn't work. It becomes boring. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns is currently boring. Yeah. Right? 
And that's not to take away from how good the Sammy stuff was. Yeah, the Sammy stuff was good. The, there have been amazingly bright points of storytelling throughout Roman's reign. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Uh, see what you did there. He's boring. He's boring. We, we don't. Bianca's we were sitting boring. here. We were sitting here tonight watching this show. And we were bored. Yeah, we were scrolling on, on Reddit. Because there was not a whole lot going on. Right? Backlash. Historically, Backlash doesn't have a lot going on anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you could take Bianca. Bianca needs to come out over the next couple of weeks. And now that she's gotten to that that top reigning women's champion, and she needs to become cocky as hell. Yeah. No one will dethrone me. And girl, then, bye. You know, go yeah. back to that character. Go back to the mean girl character that she played for a while. Yeah. And you can update it. It doesn't have update to be a it, replay. Obviously, but... but- yeah. Have her go back to that, no one's going to beat me. I'm the baddest bee on the planet, right? Talk there up, you go. Talk up her EST. Yeah. Bring that back to where she I'm the meanest. Switch. She you needs know. to switch. She needs yeah. to swap. She needs to go heal. Um, I think she will after this. Do you want to move to the next one? Yeah, or? what's next? So next we had Seth Rollins versus Omos. Better than it had any right to be, still not great. Yeah. And, of course, WWE keeps trying to play that almost is this big money draw. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I haven't seen the figures. They're wanting to be the next Andre, and that ain't happening. They have already killed any chance of that happening. He almost loses every big match that he is in. He lost to Brock at Mania. Mm Mm-hmm. He lost to Seth Rollins tonight. Mm-hmm. He lost to Bobby several times before that. And I can't tell you who he fought before that. He's just, he's a big dude. He's a jobber. Yeah. Seth hit him with a, and now granted, he took two stomps and then took an avalanche stomp is yeah. the best way to describe it. Because he Seth came off the top, off the second rope to deliver a stomp. But uh, Was it second rope or top rope? It was either, either way. Top. Either way, either it was way. a jump. It was a jump. Um, so okay, it took him a bunch of finishes to go down, but that doesn't change the fact that he still lost. And WWE has this problem with every big guy that they bring out, and this is every single one, whether they're the Dead Man or Kane or Great Kali, whoever it is, they're impossible to hurt when they're standing up. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they get as taken down, as soon as knees, they get taken down to their knees, everything. Hurts them double. Yep. They are now going to get uh, just annihilated because they had to get on their knees. And, like, that's not how the human body works. No. Just because you're bigger doesn't mean you can take a punch to the stomach any better than somebody else. Yep. That being said, that's WWE storytelling. That's what we're used to. Almost lost to Seth. It, like you said, better than it had any right to be, but meh. Yeah. Uh, our next match was for the United States Championship. Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley versus Bronson Reed. Such a great opportunity that fell completely flat. And this was the start of something that continued through the rest of the night. The finish came out of nowhere. The finish came out of nowhere. The match was short. Like, yeah, I think maybe seven minutes or so. 
it was it was a very quick match. Mm-hmm. Ends where Bronson Reed missed a tsunami onto Theory. Then Lashley speared Bronson. Then Theory got up and threw Lashley out of the ring and covered Bronson. Yeah. To retain. Yeah. And I I may have got the match order mixed up here. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Theory retains. We have the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Rhea Ripley. Was afterwards. I don't remember. I think it was. I think it was after. I think it was before because I think there was space between Rhea and the Judgment Day match. Yeah. But I, I could be right. wrong. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, really. You know, we, we have the SmackDown Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley versus Zelina Vega. Zelina came out, decked out with her ring gear, which was essentially bra and panties. Yeah. Uh, was Puerto Rican flag, because yeah. Zelina is of Puerto Rican descent. She had a big. Puerto she Rican had a big cape. Puerto Rican flag cape thing that she had her arms stretched out mm-hmm. to to display the Puerto Rican flag, and she was over in Puerto yes. Rico, big time over. Uh, and she was she was super emotional, mm-hmm. like she was crying during the ring announcements. Yeah, which I mean, hey, th- this is. Like, her mom and dad were Puerto Rican, right? Yeah, and her family, I think she does still have family in Puerto Rico. Yeah, like she, they showed them ringside. Yeah, they you know, showed the her stepdad thing. ringside. Um, I'm so, not, you know, I, I made a joke about, you know, the New York girl being in right. Puerto Rico. That doesn't change the fact that she is of Puerto Rican descent. She yeah. still has family in Puerto Rico. And she was representing Puerto Rico tonight. Yeah, she's also currently a member of LWO. So, which is the, the WWE's, I don't know if it's racist or not with the whole, well, they're all Mexicans. They're, um, they're Latino. They're Latino. Not Mexican, Latino. Let's get it so, right. I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's racist or not, but like it's, she's part of that. So there was that going on. There's also the fact that everybody currently hates Rhea. Yeah. And, and she's doing an amazing job as being a heel. So, anyways, Rhea won the match. Rhea wins. <laughs> uh, As you would expect. Look, we... Zelina got more offense than I expected her to. They gave her a decent showing. They gave her a decent showing. We knew she was going to lose because it's WWE and this is her quote-unquote hometown. And also, right? Rhea just and got also, the title. Rhea just got the belt. <laughs> so, the only, the only way I would have expected something here would have been if EO and Bianca were on different brands, but they're yeah. not. They're both SmackDown. If they would have been different brands, I could have seen them doing a Bianca loses to whoever, to EO because EO was on Raw, and then Zelina beats Rhea, and that's how they do the women's belt swap because a few years ago when they just had Charlotte and Becky hand it to each other, well, Becky handed Charlotte the belt and Charlotte threw hers down. Yeah. Um. That was such a fiasco. Which ended their friendship. Yes. That was such a fiasco. Um, Like, legit, their friendship ended. If it wasn't already dead at that point, that that was the the nail in the coffin. So, And that's not even kayfabe. That's real. I could have seen them do something like that. But they didn't. So here we go. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Charlotte, I kind of feel like Charlotte's going to be the one to beat Bianca. I feel like it, too. Uh, And I... I am okay with it. 
if they do one thing for me. Mm. I need Bianca to go on the spree of being this over-arrogant mean girl. Be Charlotte, you mean? Yes. And Charlotte to come in and say, look, I, I've been away a little while. I had a chance to examine how I'd been acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you basically, that, that self-reflection, are you me? <laughs> <laughs> Is this what and, I was doing? And give Charlotte a face turn because she's got to do something different than what she's been doing. Yeah. And have her say, <laughs> you think you're hot, mm-hmm. but I'm Charlotte. Like, like that's and, the only way I think this would work, which means they're obviously not going to do no, that. No, they're not. So we have Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest in a San Juan street fight. Sir, we had Damian Priest versus every Puerto Rican wrestler no, in history. No, no. Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest. Damian Priest destroys Bad Bunny for most of this for too most long match. Of the match, yeah. The ma- this match was way too long. This match was way, way too long. Bad Bunny did great in the offense that he had. He looks good in the ring. You cannot hold it against him. He is a pop star. He's not a wrestler. He's not a wrestler, but he has put in the work. Yes. That he can come in and do a match like this. He did a real good job. Like Now, all the props to Bad Bunny for it. Now, you are right. Because at one point, Damien's like, Damien had Bad Bunny beat. Yeah. And he's like, nope, I'm not done yet. Pulls him up. Yeah, does the classic heel. They go out into the crowd. They come back to the ring. Bad Bunny gets, starts to get the upper hand. Out comes. Well, starts wrecking his leg. Yeah. Well, wraps it around the pole, beats on it with a chair, kendo stick, chain, whole thing. Then here comes. Out out comes Judgment Day. Dominic, just Dominic and Finn. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, here comes Ray. Yep. Ray gets beat down because two on one. Right. Some music hits. We're we're like, it sounded familiar. It sounded familiar. They had shown Savio Vega in a backstage segment earlier. Like, okay, maybe that's Savio Savio Vega music. No, no, sir. I spit in the face of those who do not want to be cool. Out comes out comes Carlito. Now one. He still looks jacked. Dude is jacked. Like I, he is more cut now than he was ever in the yeah. WWE. Which I think we said the same thing when he was in the Royal Rumble a few yeah. years back. Like, I feel like they should re-sign Carlito. Yeah. He and come, give him a decent run. Yeah, he comes down, uh, does a little bit of cleaning house. He's in an LWO shirt. They had LWO shirts that had the Puerto Rican flag instead of the yeah. Mexican flag colors. Um, he pulls an apple out of his pocket Ends up doing, you know, spitting in Dominic's face. Well, he chews the apple. Dom attacks him from behind. Yeah. He retaliates. Ray gets Dom with a 619. Yeah. And as Dom is reeling from the 619, spit, spit in the face with the uh, apple. He hits uh, Finn with the backstabber. Yeah. Finn and, and Dom are like, okay, we're, we're done. We're going to go to the back. Out walks Savio Vega. Yeah. Um. So you have at the end. Top of the ramp, Savio Vega. At the bottom of the ramp, you have Carlito and Ray. And Finn's like, well, we're just going to go towards Vega because this guy's a 50, 60-year-old, you know. (laughs) Well, Vega motions, and out comes the rest of the LWO. Mm -hmm. They proceed to beat the ever-loving crap out of Judgment Day. Uh, Savio's still got some moves, man. He he was hitting the, the chops and the throat stab. Yeah, uh, and he, some kicks. He did a couple of kicks. He did, and they were, like, not just, like, low kicks. 
these were high kicks. Yeah. So Savio still got it. I don't know if he carried the ring like he used to, but he still got some for, for this. He's just good to to borrow the phrase. He's as good once as he ever was. That's fair. I don't know if he could do a moonsault anymore. But hey, but you know what? Lita's back too. So like, eh? That's where that's where she came in. So I mean, but you know, like I said, they he, chased, he, he he was good for yeah. what they asked him to do tonight. He was this able was, to do it. This was one thousand percent. We're in Puerto Rico. Let's get all of these names to show. Hey, we've got Puerto Rican people that have worked for us. Um, to pop, yeah, the crowd, and it succeeded, and it succeeded, it popped us. Oh yeah, they chase you, you. You get Bad Bunny gets a win. Of course he gets Bad the Bunny win. Bad Bunny gets the win. Yeah. So he comes in, he gets a win. They celebrate. Damian Priest is sitting outside through the celebration, pissed off because he's not able to celebrate yeah. in the ring with his Puerto, Puerto Rican, Rican brethren. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, he's like, I should have been in the ring. Uh, but also probably glad because I, I do yeah. think that he and Bad Bunny became friends when they were training. Well, they've made the com- and, there, there was the comment made that they were friends, yada yada yada. So. Yeah. You know, I and I think it maybe it may not be a great friendship, yeah, but it, I'm sure that it is a friendship because I, if I remember correctly, when Bad Bunny first came in, they were attacking. They well, they were, but I think that they sent Damien to train him. Yes, they did, and train with him. And, and so I'm sure that they are, if nothing else, friendly. And I'm sure that he was happy for yeah. his friend to be able to get the reaction the from the is, crowd he got. Priest is good in the ring. He's boring. He's bland. He's bland, but he's good in the ring. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so, so that was that for that one. Yeah. We then get uh, the Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn versus the bloodline of Solo Sokoa and the Usos. I'm going to say something kind of controversial here. This match sucked. I, I don't was, know if I'm going to go so far as to say it I, sucked. I honestly, there was only one. The very end, I liked I, I don't know if I'm going to go so far as to say it sucked. It just was. And and so here's why I say it sucked. Reread that list of names. Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Solo Sokoa, Jay Uso, and Jimmy Uso. With the exception of Solo, mm. who we haven't seen a whole lot of. The other five members of the teams that are in that ring are without a doubt some of the best performers in WWE. Yeah. And I'm putting Riddle in that category because he's fantastic in the ring. Yeah. Don't like him as a human being. Don't like him as a human, but he's good in the ring. Well, and... Those five guys are fantastic. And this match was barely average. Corey made the statement tonight that... He thinks, and of course this was yeah. heel Corey being heel Corey on the commentary, uh, but he thinks that the Usos are going to one day go down as the best tag team in history. And I can see an argument for that. I don't agree that they will. I don't agree that they'll be the best, but I can see an argument. In the conversation. I can see an argument. Like, I have problems with these, like, you know, name your top five in order. Like, I mean, we've done it on one of the previous... Uh, Traveler shows, right? Yeah. But on any given day, to me, my top five could be anywhere in that top five. Yeah. It's how are, how do you feel that day? Right. What was the most recent match that you watched? Exactly. You so, know. But do they like, get do they get consideration? Absolutely. Are they the best? Mm, probably not. 
I, like I said, I don't think that they are. I don't think that they will. But I can make an argument. Like if it, you if you had if you sat me down and you said you are arguing that the Usos are the best tag team, I can make ever, that argument. Yeah, I can make that argument. But with that said, it just leans more to what I said. Yeah. This match was barely average. Yeah, and with these people, it should have stolen the show. It should have stolen the show. I think that one, the bloodline is out of energy. Yeah, it, it's done. It is. The, it is empty. The best part of this match was the end of the match, the friction between Solo Sokoa and Jay. And Jay. Yep. And there like, was one really cool move towards the end, though, that I loved with Kevin Owens because we see, and, and this goes to my my love of Kevin Owens and, and his smart faceness. Mm-hmm. We've seen so many times Jimmy and Jay, they'll, they'll do the sneak tag from outside the ring, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they did that. And when it was... Jay tagged himself in on Jimmy. When Jimmy went to throw the kick, Kevin just moved. No, it was Jay. Because either way, KO Oost just moved. moved. <laughs> so J- Jay kicked Jimmy right in the face. Mm. End of the match ends up with Riddle getting pinned. Yeah. So the bloodline wins. It was a blind t- solo blind tagged yeah. in. And Riddle hit the Bo Derek or no the Bro Derek the whatever it was yeah the Bro Derek, um, but he hit it <laughs> whichever move it was I don't, I don't know if it was the it Bro was the Bro Derek was it because yeah. it's his it's his weird yeah, the, like, you had the floating okay. flash type slam. yeah you had the the floating Bro is the other one yeah. that I was thinking of but so he did the Bro Derek and then he got hit solo grabbed him solo grabbed spike, him, him. spike one two three. Sure, whatever. Nobody cares. Um, <laughs> yeah, the the biggest part here was that friction between Jay and Solo with the yeah. whole, like, Solo tagged himself in at one point, and Jay got out of the ring, and as soon as Solo got in, Jay tagged himself back in yeah. and shouted at him, I'm your older brother, you know. So And that, that allowed Sammy to get some offense back. Yep. Um, yeah, the match was meh. Yeah, it, it was. And the thing is, is like you said, with the other people in this match, it should have, with the people in this match, not the other people, yeah. with the people in this match, it should have been better. This should have been a solid A, B plus A match. And, and it was barely a C. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd give it a C, I'd give it a B, but yeah. it, it was not what it could have been with the people involved. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's one, we're apathetic because we haven't really been following, at least I haven't been yeah. following WWE for yeah. the last couple of weeks because. Again, I got married. I had no time to watch wrestling. I just haven't been following WWE <laughs> because uh, I'm not going to watch it on TV. But, you know, we're apathetic, so we're just not tied into the story anymore. No, 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 no. And I think we're still very much tied into the Bloodline story for the simple fact that it hasn't changed <laughs> in three years. It feels like. Uh, well, no, it did change because Sammy joined the Bloodline and then he left yeah, the yeah, Bloodline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. So our final match of the night, Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. What even was this match? <laughs> uh, so Cody gets out and starts smart. Yeah. He attacks Brock before Brock gets in the ring. Yeah. He continues the attack. Lays into him with the stairs, a chair. Yeah. Just He destroys Brock outside the ring. Gets in the ring, hits a couple of the disaster kicks. Brock catches him, suplex. Which Brock no-sold almost all of it. Well, he sold it, but not... To okay. the, like, he Brock sold it. He Brock sold he it, Brock which means he it. went down on one knee for five seconds and then yeah. stood up. Yeah. He then catches Cody, hits him with a suplex. 
And then a suplex. And then, but then this is what I like. Brock didn't immediately go in for another move. Yeah. He did the suplex, and then he had to wait because Cody had, take, had taken so much out of him. And then he just started so Suplex some, City. Yeah. And, there's yeah. some back and forth there. Cody got some more offense in. Brock got a lot more offense in. He hit him with, I only think, one F5 in this entire match. Yeah, he only hit him with one F5, uh, which Cody kicked out of. He locks Cody into a Kimura well, lock. Well, before that, Cody was in the corner, and Brock grabbed him for a German. And when he did, Cody went over with the turnbuckle cover in his hand. So it pulled it off. And then a few moves later, Cody kind of sidestepped yeah. and Brock went into the turnbuckle, which either A, he hit it just right and it opened him up the hard way, or B, in the palm of Brock's glove, he had a blade. And we're, we're not really sure. We watched the replay. Yeah. And we still couldn't but tell. Brock started pouring from like right between his eyes. I I, I tend to lean towards the way that it's, his head was opened. Mm-hmm. I tend to lean that he had a blade in his palm. Yeah, like uh, like I I feel that's probably the the better bet. Yeah, uh, because he hits the the turnbuckle and kind of backs up and he reaches up and he touches yeah. his forehead. Yeah, he kind of holds his hand over his head like he's, he's like he's looking at it. And then, but you can't see if he's already bleeding when he reaches up to touch it or not. But when he pulls his hand down, he is bleeding. So I, I feel like he cut himself there. You could see that the cameras were trying to not showcase the blood for a bit, yeah. which lends maybe a little more credibility to it being the hard way. Right. But but, but Brock is the one. If, if there's anybody in WWE who still opens himself up, yeah. it's Brock. Yeah. And, and well, let me, I want to add an addendum to that. Somebody who can open themselves up and not immediately get suspended or fired. It's Brock. It's Brock. Yeah, it's Brock. Um, anyways, it leads to, it leads to Cody getting locked in the Kimura lock and flipping over to pin Brock and Brock just sitting there and being pinned, like didn't even try to kick out. Yeah. Cody, it it was one of those, like they, they kind of played it off as the, you know, the whole, how Brock had Cody in the Kimura when Cody flipped over him. Brock's own weight then pinned his arm so he couldn't move. One, two, three. Cody wins. Cody immediately rolls out of the ring and heads up the ramp. Yeah. While Brock just kind of sits in the ring with this, what the hell just happened? Look on his face. And we both looked at each other and said, what? "What?" (laughs) Because it just didn't. Uh, Again, this, this falls in that category. It's another one. The, that ending kind of came out of nowhere. Like I knew they were fixing to have to go to the ending. Yeah. I didn't expect it to be Cody beats Brock Lesnar with a roll up. No, basically Cody, Cody beats Brock with a a series of, you know, crossroads. Okay. I, I could see that. I could see Cody wins via DQ because Brock couldn't pin. Like the way I would have thought of this being booked would be, Brock could not pin Cody. Mm-hmm. Like, Cody would not stay down after F5s. He would not stay down after Spears. He would not stay down after German suplexes. So, Brock finally just loses it yeah. and hits him with a chair or something like that. Which is 100% which, how Cody would have booked that match. Yeah, which causes the DQ because 
then you tell the story of, well, Cody Rhodes just would not give up. Look at the heart that Cody has, and he wins by DQ, right? Yeah. That's kind of how I expected that to go. It's not. It went with this weird roll-up thing, which kind of makes Cody look like the Miz. Um, he survived Brock. He, he, yeah. And that's that's the best way to put it. He survived. He survived. He didn't but, tough out Brock. He survived Brock. But Brock is going, like, I, I feel like this isn't done, and we're going to see Cody versus Brock at SummerSlam. Probably. Like, I feel like that is what we're leading to. Cody's going to get the title at uh, Blood Money. Champions. At Blood Money. Blood Money, even bloodier. <laughs> blood Money 2, Electric Blood Bloodaloo. Blood <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it's he's going to get the title. Like, there's nobody else that I think is even in a position right now to get that title. Seth, maybe. That'd be the only one I could think of. Maybe, but... Like, I don't think Seth is in I've already, that. I've, I've already called it, though. It's Roman. Roman's getting it. <laughs> Roman's getting all three belts. Oh, I would love that. It's going to be a, this is a Vince McMahon. You fans think you know what you want. You don't know what you want. I know what you want. And it's going to be, all right, we're going to announce this belt. Now it's Roman's. So that didn't work out. So we got to announce another belt. Oh, crap. Roman, Roman won that one, too. <laughs> Eventually, you just don't give him the opportunity. But then he just then he comes in as uh as <laughs> Joe and he wins just it. just Joe like, just Joe he grow he he shaves off his beard Joe from Samoa Joe from <laughs> Samoa and he shaves off his beard so and he puts on some glasses so, oh my god it's a different guy we don't know who that is he just came in oh and he takes his glasses off. oh no it's Roman he tricked no, us no no he comes out he's shaved his beard and he's Roman's. Younger brother, <laughs> Ezekiel. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you use the Ezekiel name the entire... Yeah. And you have, You still have Kevin Owens come out and just be like... No. We've done this already. <laughs> God. Uh, so... Yeah. I think that's so, pretty much it. Yeah, I think so as well. Guys, check out Cascades Wrestling that we released last week. Tell us which old WWE, WCW, ECW, anything we can get on on the network. Anything we can get on the network. I said AEW, but anything we can get on the network. Tell us which ones you want us to talk about, Mm -hmm. and we will. on Facebook. Because we want to to give you guys what you want. So we're Mm -hmm. on Facebook. Give us a call. Tell us what what alcohols you want us to try. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be whiskey. I know we're the whiskey and wrestling podcast. But we've done but tequila and vodka and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, tell us, tell us what you Gin. want us to give it a try. You know, I think we're going to try to start moving into making some cocktails mm-hmm. here soon and, and seeing how, how those go. Yeah. So, yeah, check that out. Let us know. And now that you're done listening to us, we need to give a big shout out to our friends at Magnarb Gaming. Come check out McNarbs. They've got tons of great games here that you can play and that you can buy. So come in, find a game that you like to play. There's always people here playing something. They're always happy to let you watch or let you join. You can join in. You can learn how to play it. You can go pick it up once you've learned how to play it and take it and teach your family and friends how to play and just have a great time. Absolutely. Um, Also, while you're in town, go buy Big Dog Liquor. Mm -hmm. That's where we get the majority of our alcohol. Pretty much anything you can think of, he's got. 
whiskeyed out your thing, hey, get some vodka, get some wine. He's yeah. got a huge wine selection. Um, if you order it by the case, get a discount. You can also just get a discount if you're a senior citizen or you're military. And if you go in on Wednesday and you're a senior citizen that is military or former military, you can stack your discounts. So that's pretty awesome. And now that you need something to fill your ear holes, check out our friends over at Silence Your Cell Phones. Where they, Whoa, yeah. we're going the backwards we're, way. We're going, we're going to mix things up a little bit. Check out our friends over at Silence Your Cell Phones. They do movie and bingeable TV reviews. So check them out, give them a listen, and see what uh, see what kind of movies you like. Yeah, if you're a movie guy and you're more into just horror, uh, give Jody a listen at Fearology. He does a podcast around his relationship to horror. Yeah. And it's mostly just him watching old horror movies, talking about them, discussing what they mean to him. He's also got some music that he's done up there, which is really awesome. Yeah. And if you like what Jody's throwing out there on Fearology, check him out on Travelers on the Omnibus. They are a field trip to nerd and pop culture. And they do all sorts of stuff. We mentioned one thing they did earlier where we joined them and we did our top five wrestlers. Check them out. They do top five lists. They do albums. They do just anything that happens to be in the nerd and pop culture Genre. They did a, a a breakdown of all of the punk genres. Yeah, that one was really good. So yeah, give them a listen, learn something, have fun, and until next time, I guess. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>